Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan, and joining me, as always, are my good friends, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, Hello. I'm just swell. We actually had a pretty good night at the Game Awards last night. Yeah. You I know. say like we were there personally. Uh, you know, I was I was right Speak next for to yourself. I was, I, well, you know. <laughs> Hunter, you were in the call. <laughs> no, we yeah. were there, What's bro. your point? We I wasn't in video. You don't know. Yeah, you, don't you know, know what truth i was right next to reggie dude you know hunter hunter was that eight-year-old kid that ran up on the stage at the end he looks smaller in real life guys trust me <laughs> <laughs> um but no uh yeah welcome back where for once in our three-year history we are going to praise jeff Keeley at the game awards i can't believe it finally happened it only took everybody gets one. It only took nine years. We finally had a good you know, game. Awards. The funny thing is, I feel like it was right after we started the podcast that this show in particular started to suck. Yeah, it like, was. Twenty nineteen and eighteen <laughs> were what I would deem acceptable, and then it was after that that they got bad. Yeah, but here we well, are. Granted, we started this in twenty twenty, and we all know how twenty twenty went. True, yeah. and it's an, just it's, as a year. It's, the games industry is finally continuing again. It's like we've been on the COVID years for a while, and you know, yeah, twenty twenty two was definitely a COVID year of development. Whereas now, I feel like we've got a couple of COVID stragglers. You know, Justice League and all that bollocks, Suicide Squad. I don't know why I called it Justice League, but you know, you've got some that have. It's got Justice League in the title. It's close enough, potato potato. Um. You've got a couple of stragglers left, but you know, for the most part, we're nearly there. I feel like we're starting to get back to new stuff, which is cool, because I feel like for the past couple of years, we've all just been f- saying the same <clears throat> couple of games of like God of War, Horizon, Elden Ring, where's Zelda, where's Final Fantasy 16, and we're finally getting to the end of that list, so it's kind of good, uh, especially yeah. with all these new reveals that we got to see, which were pretty epic. Um, yeah. But that's spoilers for later. We'll talk about all of that. So plan for this week is we're going to talk about the winners because that's the more boring thing that's the boring thing first we'll talk about the point system our arbitrary point system we'll talk about who won that we'll talk about who won the awards how it all went down uh any surprise wins any surprise losses we'll talk about all that and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes the thing that people really care about uh all of the Jeff's war crimes yeah all the, oh, I, oh i forgot about the war crimes yeah i forgot about that we also yeah we also have a nice little list of all the fucking sins that jeff Keeley committed during this time at the game awards quite a short list this time i feel like if we did this last year it'd be a very long list but you know dude it would have been so much longer so much would have longer. Been the whole episode yeah but unfortunately for us we've only got a couple uh but yeah We'll get into that in just a little bit of a second, but for now, uh, yeah, welcome back to the show podcast. Every week we come to you and talk about everything that's happening in the world of gaming. If you want to find us on podcast services, you can just search for Hot Gamers Only or go to youtube.com forward slash Hot Gamers Only, where you can come and look at our stupid faces each and every week. And it's like, it's near the end of the year. We're getting there. It's another year down oh, in the books. 22 is plenty month. too. We're gone into it. It's like, you know. <laughs> 22 is plenty too. <laughs> I, I've told you that story. Have I said that po- to yeah, on the podcast yeah, before? The... Have I said that yeah. story? I don't know if you've told it on the podcast. I don't know if it was on the podcast. You've told it to us, told us separately, though. Yeah, no, yeah, for the for podcast listeners, I have a friend who started when it, I turned 20 years old, saying 20 is plenty, and I was like, yeah, really funny, really funny, Eamon, appreciate that joke, and then every year ever since he's been saying 21 is plenty one, 22 is plenty two, I'm like, I've got like 10 years of this, this is a decade of my life that this is gonna be. 
the greatest part is he's got he's had ten years to come up with the next one. Yeah, no. yeah, thirty, whatever yeah. that is. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> thirty-one is thirty-one. No, don't give him ideas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Does this one? Does this buddy watch the show? Yeah, he does from time to time. Oh. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll he's see. watching and thinking. Write this down. Write this down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, what was I going to say before that? You know, we've got a couple of weeks left. Uh, next week, we have got Final Fantasy uh, Crisis Core. What was, what was it called? I don't remember. Reunion? Something like that. Final Reunion. Fantasy yeah. Crisis Core Reunion. I don't remember how they decided to word it exactly, because it was a little weird. <laughs> yeah, it's the a Final weird Final Fantasy one. Crisis Core remake. Yeah, so Hunter's playing that through one. that. I'm going to bite the bullet and go and play High on Life on Game Pass, only because I have Game Pass. Um... And we'll come back and talk about those. And even then, he's still losing. <laughs> yep, still losing. <laughs> funny, funny. It'll be funny if I come back next week and I'm like, guys, this is genuinely a good game. God. It's so well written. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but, you know, we'll have that uh, next week. And then, obviously, it's the holiday season. So we're going to have our own game of the year stuff. We'll do all of our discussions. And then we'll also come back in the new year to do a whole new wrap-up of Fantasy Critic. Because we know you all love to see how Kyle loses each and every year. You know, that's just how we do it, Kyle. Are you ready to play Elden Look. <laughs> Look. I did better this year. You did. I'm actually... Sure we'll talk did. about Good it. Good job, pal. Yeah. You, you, I feel like you were learning. I feel like next year you'll be a threat. I feel like next year you'll be a threat. I feel like you're learning. It's been like it's a whole new it's a whole new kind of like genre. Next year, when I tell him shit. to take Monkey Island, he'll take Monkey Island. <laughs> There's <laughs> no Monkey Island next year, Hunter. Okay, think. take that situation, is, take apply it. it to something else. Because I'm sure I'll tell you to take something that I think will do well once or twice. Probably, probably. Anyway, we've we've. The moral we've... of the story is always listen to Hunter. He's yeah. always right. Never doubt him. People true. in trench coats know what they're talking about. True. Very true. <laughs> and with that, that's enough. That's enough rambling. Let's get straight into it. So let's talk about the game awards winners. What were our reactions? What's our review? Let's talk all about it. Are we going in the order that we did the predictions, or are we going in order of the show, Kyle? I'll let you decide. Might as well just go in order of predictions. Okay. Let's. That's do it. right there. It's easier. Let's do it. So, uh, best game direction. Uh, we do have Jack's predictions. Uh, Jack is unfortunately yeah, not here. Yeah, either, right? um, Jack's a lying sack of shit. <laughs> true. He did Caught in 4K, to... if you go back to the Pokemon episode, just read his comment, by the way. Yeah, true. We just want to say he did attempt to. He did come in the night before saying that he was definitely going to show up, but he might be half an hour late. And then he fell asleep and did not show up. Yeah. So he did put his predictions down. So we'll talk about them and we'll mock him because, yes, he did come last. <laughs> but, you know... Where's the fun in that? So, Game Direction, we all thought that it was Ragnarok. Elden Ring won it, which is funny, because this is the only award that Ragnarok didn't really win that we were expecting it to win, so... Quite mm. a bit of a My shock. favorite part oh. is that you guys talked me out of picking Elden Ring for that one. Because I thought I just... about it. I was like... You know, people think open world Dark Souls is revolutionary, so I just I just in my head I was Hunter. like people give game of the year to Elden Ring, so the Elden Ring fans that still liked God of War would put it down for game direction because most of the time game direction is the second place award for the game awards most of the time where it's like we like you not as much as first place is usually what it is. Whereas this year it wasn't. It took the, both of them. So, you know, it is what it is. 
Um, best narrative, we all said Ragnarok, and guess what? Ragnarok run it. What on it? Who's who's shocked about that? Not me. Like it was obvious. This one was in the yeah, bag. Yeah. And one thing I think that we will mention is this was very similar to 2018's game uh, game awards, where Red Dead won all of its categories, and then God of War won the two that mattered. And I feel like this time around, <laughs> it's the exact same, but it wasn't God of War. God of War won every category for the most part, and then Elden God Ring won the, the two that mattered. Yeah. which is not bad. You know, it's not it's not a bad compliment, is it? But you know, yeah, it's an interesting one. Anyway, um, art direction. Me and Hunter said Elden Ring. Kyle and Jack said Stray. Uh, Elden Ring won it, which I'm not surprised. From Soft Designs, they're always weird yeah. and wacky. From Soft Designs, and they actually look like not a full console generation behind. And also, like, yeah, and always remember this, kids. Never, 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 <laughs> not bet on Elden Ring fans because they're just, they're just, they exist. They exist. It's like Genshin they fans. And they they won't exist. let you forget. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, best score of music. Uh, Hunter said Elden Ring. Uh, everybody else put Xenoblade Three because we were living on Kopi and we just wanted to. Why didn't Jack it? pick Xenoblade? I don't know. He hasn't played these games, has he? You see, we didn't say that me and Hunter did it. Uh, me and Kyle did it just for like f- to be at one with it. To be Copium. like we knew it didn't win. It was just Copium. Whereas Jack, I think, went. These guys know what they're talking about. They say Xenoblade. Xenoblade's <laughs> gonna win it then. That's funny. Uh, when it was Ragnarok, like we this... all got it wrong anyway. Oh. I so, like that this award finally got, like, f- f- the first bit of respect it deserved since, like, 2018. And I was... It was really cool to hear the guy, uh, Bear... I forget his last name. Creary. Talk about, like, the... Working with the different, you know, musicians and stuff. He shouted out a bunch of violin players that did special stuff. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah. And I wish that yeah. that would happen more. Yeah. Okay. Next up, best audio design. Hunter said uh, it'd be Gran Turismo. I said it'd be Elden Ring. Kyle said Gran Turismo. Jack said Modern Warfare 2. He really thought that they were going to go on that two for two on this award. Unfortunately, Call of Duty <laughs> won zero awards like it should. Winner for this one, Ragnarok. I don't know why Ragnarok won this one. I'll be honest with you. I love Ragnarok. I don't get what about audio design in it had. <laughs> it had some audio glitches when I played even. Same. We yeah, talked about this. I had it where yeah. people on the right side of the screen were talking in the left channel and other sorts of little bits and bobs like that, where I was like, hey, this isn't going to win it. It's I dead. had it sounding like I was standing, like, head directly next to a torch for, like, ten minutes straight. Yeah. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> what it is, what it is, I guess. Uh, best performance. We all said Christopher George, except for Jack, who said Man Engage uh, from Immortality. Uh, Christopher Judge won, and boy, do we all know it. He really... Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Judge was a true homie, dude. He knew that there were Steam decks on the line, so he fucking ho- he hoddled, dude. He was like, hang on, boys. I'd like to thank my bank for accepting the check from this video game. I'd like to thank... <laughs> he just thanked everybody, man. Which is nice. And it's like... Yeah. It was a really wholesome thing, but it was like one of those things where I was getting like secondhand cringe because I could tell that Jeff Keighley was probably somewhere on the like was somewhere behind the stage, like getting yeah, going. Oh my god! I said two and a half (laughs) hours. It was three, and you know, it was three. A third of that was Christopher Judge going off the (laughs) off the train, but you know, him and Al Pacino. That was so weird. Well, we can talk about the moments in the reveals and stuff (laughs) like that, but that was so weird. 
I don't know if that was weirder or when they brought the people from Knives Out out just to say there's an Among Us skin. Yeah. Like, I feel like that that was was weird. They didn't even bring them out. They brought them onto the screen. Yeah, they brought they them into the on, rock area. And they didn't like, go on Jeff funny, fans. Yeah. And they didn't go on a funny Jim Carrey rant like he did, where he just picked that phrase. I don't even remember what it was, but he like screamed it for like thirty seconds straight and it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead we got Keegan Michael Key doing a really unfunny joke and then Animal from the Muppets absolutely smashing it. And then it's like, oh <laughs> God, bad day to be Keegan Michael Key. Oh. Anyway, uh, games for impact. Uh, Hunter said Citizen Sleeper, so did Kyle. I said Memoir Blue, and Jack said As Dusk Falls. It was As Dusk Falls. Um, that is yeah. my... Uh, Congrats, Jack. You guessed better than all of us. That was my personal bias. I didn't like As Dusk Falls because I didn't like the art style, so I was like, if I don't like the art style, no one likes it, and I stomped I... my foot down. Okay, so the reason I didn't pick that one was because just off of like, the general premise of the game, I'm like, it doesn't seem like a Games for Impact game. It seems like a I don't know. Narrative thriller. Yeah, it seems like a TV. It's almost like a soap in a way. It felt like to me yeah. where it was like you know, kind of that kind of game. But hey, people seem to really like it. So fair play. Best ongoing game. Uh, we all said Final Fantasy fourteen, except for Jack, who said Fortnite. Why did Jack. Jack pick Fortnite? Unlucky Jack. The, the eight-year-olds did <laughs> not show up. Mr. It was past Beast. their bedtime. So uh, should have thought about that before you voted, Jack. Should have thought about that. Uh, best indie game, we all said Stray, Stray won, of course it did. Um, best mobile game, we all said Genshin, except for Hunter, who said Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap won. I, I admit defeat, Hunter. Hunter, I was wrong. <sighs> there are Thank Marvel you. fans that will vote at the Game Awards. I thought they were dead, but they're apparently alive and kicking. Apparently Phase 4 has not killed them off, so, you know, we're fine. You know, it's unfortunate, but it's true. Uh, <laughs> best community... Final Fantasy fourteen for everybody. Uh, and yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen won. No surprises there. Accessibility. Yeah. All said Last of Us Part 1. We were all like... I was I was locked on this one. God of War Ragnarok. Which is fair. So what What are some of the accessibility options? In God of War? Ragnarok? Oh, God of War has tons. It has a load of accessibility options. I think the one thing that Sony has done in the past four years they've tried to lock down is accessibility in their video games. I think it started was was it Spider Man Hunter that started it because I feel like Spider Man had like the uh, hold X instead of quick time events and skip puzzles and all that stuff. Yeah, and then or they you just could just on yeah, you could then. straight up skip puzzles. You could mm. you could turn the quick time events off and just play. Because Uncharted Four still had crushing difficulty trophies, so I feel like it was Spider Man um, that started this little train. Yeah, anyway, it was probably Spider Man. It really hit its stride with Last of Us Two, and then that's been like the standard. And out been... of Last of Us Part One and Ragnarok. Last of Us Part 1 definitely has the better accessibility options. They're both brilliant and miles better than anything that like any third-party developer's doing. But I still think Last of Us Part 1 was better. But I genuinely think this is definitely a Last of Us is new, but it's a still a remake. Fuck it in the bin. Everyone loves Ragnarok, and we all went happily skipping off into Ragnarok. Wait, we've got another <laughs> award. So, you know. And don't get me wrong, Ragnarok still has some amazing accessibility features in there, but... I was kind of shocked. I certainly used the push circle once for quick time events button. Oh, did you? And uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I like, didn't. I like breaking or, controls. 
Or holding it, at least. I wasn't tapping anything. I hate button mashing. Nah, dude, I love button mashing. you played Mario Party with me. <laughs> dude, I love button mashing. If I don't go through five controllers a console generation, am I even in that console generation, bro? Like, let's be real here. Come on. I've got to go through them all. Why not? Um, Maybe it's for the best you don't play fighting games. Oh, 100%. 100%. Go through controllers How many like I went through five DualShock 4s, I think, during the PlayStation's life cycle. Was it five or That's six? That's wild to me. Two, two like standard black ones, a blue <clears> one, <throat> uh, an orange one, the Marvel Spider-Man one, and the white... Six. It was six controllers. <laughs> wow. That's wild to me, because I only ended up going through one. Yeah, but... And I put how many hours into BB Tag three of over them, COVID? Three of them were in, like, the first two years because the launch DualShock 4s were garbage. They had, like, trigger issues. They had stick issues. Like, they weren't Dude, very good. I don't know about the... I don't remember the actual, like, functionality of the sticks being bad on mine, but the pads, the rubber pads... Yeah wore down really quickly like everyone in my family was sitting there like why are these so bad yeah <laughs> the the analog stick the trigger sorry the analog triggers were particularly bad because i remember that they had a fault on them where the rubber would erode really quickly under them so you'd stop losing like sensitivity to the point where both me and my friend at the exact same time had to replace our controllers because we noticed that we were playing GTA like we had to go on the speed limit, like we were going down 30 kilometers an hour down the street because we couldn't go any faster because <laughs> the R2 button wasn't working enough. So it was like, yeah, we need new controllers. Wow. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of action games, uh, Bayonetta 3 by me and Hunter. Uh, Kyle said Neon White. Jack said TMNT. Bayonetta 3 won. Uh, to the chagrin of Ethan, he was... I'm not putting... gonna, we're not, not going to say what I said because it was a bit graphic. <laughs> Bodily mutilation <laughs> yeah. on the line. Yeah, I said I'd chop my toe off. Definitely was toe. Um, <laughs> so saying that, I now have a missing toe. No, um, I just, I just, I don't. Bayonetta three just doesn't deserve it. There was like neon white is so like... fucking good that it's like. Ah, why? Bayonetta 3 runs like ass, looks like ass. It's the worst Bayonetta game. It's still like a good game, but Neon White's like, bang, bang, Steve Bloom, excellent. Love it. Why? I think Bayonetta 3 really good. I think Bayonetta 3 has the worst combat out of all three games. <sighs> it it's me... very brain dead, very mashy. It just kind of, like I say, it just kind of makes me sad. Oh, and then you've got Doug Bowser walking up on stage because he doesn't let anybody from the yeah. studios actually come and accept an award unless it's his, unless it's Al Numa. <laughs> like, he's allowed out. He's yeah. allowed out of the shack. He'll be there <laughs> next Numa year. has, like, seniority over yeah. him. I'm pretty sure if Doug Bowser tried to tell Al Numa, <laughs> no, he'd be slapped out of his position. But you've got Doug Bowser going there. This is for everybody on the, te- on the Bayonetta team at Platinum Games. Now let me give you a 30-second ad. And then he does the same thing every time. We kn- me and Kyle were on it when he did this last year because he started doing this last year where he says i'm so proud of the team thank you to everybody that worked on it and then he'll say an ad so for example with kirby later he was like this was kirby's first time into 3d and whether he's exploring new worlds or conquering baddies you know you gotta love kirby <laughs> pre-order now and it's like ah kill it ah, make it yeah, stop he did do it last year we were all upset that i didn't go to accept metroid that's yeah, true why didn't you yeah Anyway, speeches. continuing the Ragnarok sweep, uh, action adventure, we all said Ragnarok, Ragnarok won it, who's shot yeah. there. Speaking of the Elden Ring, not really a sweep, because I think it only <laughs> got four awards. 
Um, they were the four that mattered, though. So you know, uh, best RPG. All said, Eldering, Eldering won. Uh, fighting games. Me and Jack said Al- uh, multiverses. Eldering fighting game. Hey. <laughs> By Jeff Keighley standards, it could be. It could be. Yeah, true. Hunter said DNF. Kaza King of Fighters. Multiverses won. Doesn't deserve it, but I feel like it was. I have no thoughts. You know, it's funny. I know I said something about DNF being the one that I think probably should win if Uh we were accounting for fighting games. I don't think I articulated my actual prediction because my. I was trying. I thought I had said before that my. I was locking in for Sifu. It doesn't matter because I was still wrong, but. (laughs) You know. Hey, when I put these predictions in and sent it to y'all, I said change it, change anything if I got anything wrong. Nah. Hey, there you Someone go. Someone didn't Details. fucking read Hunter. Unlucky uh, Hunter. See, unlike me, I just, like, I just accept it people's doesn't... mistakes and I'll just roll with it, dude. If you've got a problem, that's your problem. You know what I'm saying? It's your problem, Hunter. You just gotta chill. Big chilling over here. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> call me John Cena because I'm being chilling over here because Elden Ring won and who fucking cares? Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Kakao definitely does not get that reference, and I'm completely fine with him not getting that reference. Anyway, <laughs> I'll send you the video later. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, the best, uh, what were we on? Fa- was family. Family, Kirby. Kirby's Kirby sweet. won. Yeah. And Kirby celebrated his 30th anniversary, and it's a great time to be a Kirby fan because he's on an old E3 adventure. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate it. Blah, blah. $60. Honestly. Jeff has a tradition of bringing Reggie in every year, even if it's just to say hi. I honestly think Nintendo should just hire Reggie to just go up instead of Doug Bowser because, like, why not? At this point, he could do he could do a lot better. Anyway, yeah. best sim game. Uh, we all said Mario plus Rabbids. Jack said Warhammer three because he's an expert, and then Mario and Rabbids won. <laughs> of course, it did. Because he's an expert. Yeah. Why would you pick Warhammer 3? That's a war crime on Jack. Yeah, true. True. What's new there? Anyway, uh, for best sports game, Oli Oli World, uh, <laughs> uh, Hunter well, said. We all said Gran Turismo like smart people. Gran Turismo won. There we go. Listens. I could it's afford right. it. Hunter got us in the next category. Yeah, and I hate this because this is basically this, <laughs> this is the is point. Stupid. This is what he won on. This is what he fucking won on. <laughs> he uh, really did. Best multiplayer game. Uh, we all said Overwatch 2. Uh, Kyle, uh, Hunter said Splatoon 3. Splatoon 3 won. And that is literally the biggest pile of ass I've ever seen in my life. You picked the could have been an email game. Get out of here. Pardon? Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> here's the thing. Overwatch 2 has servers that work. That's all I'm saying, Hunter. That servers and matchmaking that, work. that works. It, yeah, you couldn't get into the it game. It has the... matchmaking. Yeah, it has matchmaking, and you couldn't get in for the first 72 oh, hours. Oh. Splatoon 3 still has fucking network errors to this day, where every time I'll try and boot up a day game of fucking Turf War, and the game's like, a communication error has occurred. The three eight-year-olds do not have their LAN cable plugged in, so unfortunately the game couldn't start. I hate it. It's terrible. Bad game. <laughs> Love Splatoon 3, by the way. Very good game. Uh... <laughs> Debut indie. Me and Hunter said Vampire Survivors. Cal said Neon White. Jack said Tunic. Congratulations to Stray on winning. <laughs> Man. Why did none of us pick Stray for this category? Because <laughs> there was a very vocal... Yeah, I figured that the Stray was going to win everything else, but there were people very vocal about Vampire Survivors being really good. Same, I let the so hype get into that... me. 
Yeah. So I figured that they would, you know, vote for that. I don't know why. I don't know why you chose pick neon white or tunic. Yeah, neon especially white tunic. Cool. It tunic does look cool, but also it does not cast a very wide net. Yeah, but it looks cool. And it has Do you know what does catch a wide net though, Hunter? Video game adaptations, which is the next category. Uh, Hunter <laughs> said so Arcane League of Legends. I said Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Kyle said, and Jack both said Sonic Two. Uh, Arcane One. It sure did. Rightfully sure so. sure did. Um, Sonic was robbed. There you go. Uh, anticipated <laughs> game, we all said Zelda, Zelda 1. Esports game. <laughs> Hunter, we all whiffed. We all whiffed. Hunter and Kyle said League. <laughs> I said CSGO. Jack said Dota, Valorant 1. There you go, just as it is. And then finally, Whatever. Big Boy. That one barely counts. Game yeah. of the year. Elden Ring. We all said Elden Ring. Elden Ring 1. There was no shock horror this year. Except for the random guy that somehow got on stage and then has been arrested <laughs> since then, which, Bill is ep- which is epic, to be honest. Uh, and there you go. Um, did anyone see the card that Kojima left for Jeff Keighley? No. Uh, it's on Twitter. Uh, Jeff Keighley was like, thanks for the thing, because he left oh, him like, yeah, some, he left him some Death Stranding merch. And the, and the oh. from Kojima says, uh, dear Jeff, thank you for another great TGAs or something. And it was like, <laughs> you know, I love you, XX, or whatever. And then the final thing was like, glad you didn't get arrested, smiley face. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm going to try and see if I can find it, because it's like, uh, it was so funny. Like, honestly, I was like, Kojima is just yeah there it is it says thank you Jeff what a great TGA thank you always brackets glad you're not arrested lol Hideo Kojima (laughs) oh what a lad I genuinely love Kojima so much I genuinely do love Kojima with all my heart I'm glad that that man lives like how he writes things yeah like I just it makes the world a better place he he, he genuinely does like I love Kojima Honestly, he's one of the reasons why I do love the Game Awards so much. It's just because the whole... Ever since the 2016 Jeff Keighley fucking publicly calling out Konami on their bullshit. That was in 2015. Was it 15? Oh my god. Yeah, that's when, that's when MGS5 came out. Oh, it was the same year, wasn't it? Fucking hell, it was... Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the year after. No, they didn't even wait. They didn't like... And, and- and then, and then they don't even have this award anymore, do they? The industry icon? Because he gave Kojima that award. Yeah. The following year. Yeah, they said they want to bring it back. I think Jeff Keighley said he wants to bring it back, but he hasn't had the time or whatever to figure yeah. out another industry icon. Um, but yeah, that's like, no that's crazy. But you know, the whole Kojima, Jeff Keighley shipping shit, I love it. It's great. I love it. It's like the biggest bromance on the planet, and I'm here for mm. it. Yeah. Because at first, you at first I honestly thought that it was just like Jeff Keighley tr- being way too like friendly with Kojima. Like I thought it was very one-sided, but now in the past couple of fanboy. But now with the in the past couple of years <laughs> with like Jeff being in Death Stranding in the podcast thing that they do to like together and you know, they're just you can genuinely tell it. There's like a genuine friendship there and it's kind of cute to be honest. I like it. Mm. I also love the fact that cuz it's like Kojima can speak some English and but Jeff, I assume Jeff can't speak any Japanese, so they're probably friends through translators as well. I just think it's like there's something about that. that I'm like, that's pretty. <laughs> It'd be something real funny if the translators like didn't like each other or something. <laughs> <laughs> Have to put up with the bullshit just because. Yeah, that'd be really funny. Um, but hey, there you go. There are all the awards. Um, 
shall we take a quick break before we do uh, the uh, reveals by talking about some war crimes that have happened? Yeah, uh, let's do let's it. Let's go. So yeah. we decided pretty early on to know any uh, things that we hated as uh, war crimes. So anything that was stupid that shouldn't have been there or completely dumb, we called a war crime. So Hunter, how many war crimes did we have in the end? I believe it's six total. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, this was your yeah. idea, Hunter. So I'll let you uh, do the honors. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> By my idea, I think he means I just said it first, and then yeah, we ran screamed, with it. You just screamed "war crime," and I was like, "Well, we're doing that now for the rest of the show, aren't we?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what oh, caused you to scream "war crime," Hunter? What was it? Oh. It, the ninja ad was the first one. <laughs> yeah, it I, was. I think I, I think I just said ninja is a war crime. Yeah, there you go. So it was the ninja <laughs> Fortnite. It was the ninja Xbox Cloud Gaming ad, which was yeah. super cringe, and I did not appreciate it. And I think the worst part is, so is that's the most that Xbox showed up to this show. I think that's why this Game Awards. Mm. Not saying that this is better because Xbox wasn't here, but I think the reason it felt so different was because usually Nintendo and Sony the past couple of years have not shown up to the Game Awards at all they just don't show up and then xbox is there plenty but they've only been having yeah. halo and gears as of, and as of recent so there wasn't anything truly interesting coming from them whereas this year xbox didn't show up but nintendo was like here's this weird bayonetta spin-off and playstation was like hey here's that state of play you've been asking for for six months here it is just in a fucking <laughs> game awards shell so it felt really weird um what's next uh after that some dune trailer and i think we just decided dune's existence as a whole is a war crime here's the thing i'm sure the movie's great i'm sure the movie's great it's just there's something about this movie and now everybody and their mom trying to capitalize on it that has made it become a war crime it's like this is like the second or third video game ever since because this isn't even that spice runners game is it it's another one this is the mmo one spice runners was like another thing it's like (laughs) i just don't get it it's like, why? Just stop. I'm sure I'm I, I'm sure Timothy Chalamet and the movie are great and whatever. Whoever else was in it. I think Zendaya was in it. I'm sure they're all great. But was she really? Yeah, I think so. Um but why? Does why do we have to have six million Dune games? Because I didn't even think that Dune was that big of a property to warrant this. I feel Video like, yeah. ties. Yeah. So yeah, one game, yeah, never Zendaya mind like six million. So, you know, for someone that doesn't watch movies, I have, like, this very weird kind of <laughs> knowledge of random movies sometimes. I love it. So it was awesome. It's like how I was the most all that Pokemon info, despite not playing them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what was the was next one? The following Aquaman. war crime. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. The following You're war welcome. crime was vaping ads, or Ethan says vaping ads are cringe. The anti-vaping, like, blah, blah. And I'm not trying to say vaping's cool, everybody. I'm just saying... No, no, both sides of this conflict... No, yeah, no, vaping, no, vaping, no, vaping's fucking stupid. If you vape, it's a bit weird, bro. Like, you just, you're, if you vape, (laughs) I know... If you vape, grow up. If you, if you vape, I know what you're doing. You just don't, you don't want to smoke, or you want to quit smoking, so you're like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do pussy smoking instead. No. Cut hold and, hard and cold, boys, hard and cold. Just fucking get it, get rid, get rid. Pick pick a lane. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Let the HGO podcast be your nicotine. Put that on the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that'll be season four's tagline. We've grown up oh, from free and competent to being <laughs> what you would put well, on the box of a nicotine, bro. Yeah, there you go. Oh my god. Um, but it's it's just it's just I don't get where it just it doesn't work because I can guarantee people who vape who are watching the game wars are not going to see an anti vape ad and go time stop boys Jeff Keighley told me to like it's not going to happen. I just yeah. like I just don't get it. Is is it better than when the Shik Hydro bot came on stage every twenty minutes? Yes, but still it was just a bit kind of like. Couldn't we do this to like recognize like something that's like important to the games industry, like I don't know, unions or fair labor laws or something that's a bit more paying your voice actors, yeah, like the voice, yeah, yeah, voice actors stuff. Like, can we do something a bit more than just anti vape stuff? Because I feel like it doesn't work. I feel like the only way you can do it is if you do what countries like the UK does with like cigarettes, where you put a nasty photo of like a disgusting thing that cigarettes do to your body on the this car is what the inside of your lungs looks like yeah do one of those have fun with that knowledge <laughs> you know i just it was very it was very stupid anyway what's the next one samsung 990 pro oh, yeah. i think this was ethan put this one on thin ice the first time we saw it and then it popped back <laughs> up like five minutes later <laughs> right yeah no the problem was was there was a 990 pro ad at the near the start and i was like okay bit cringe then there was a second one and i was like you're on thin ice now then after the ad jeff Keeley then came on and did a talking point on the 990 pro that was when it was a crime and then it came up after that as well <laughs> Yeah, yeah, alright. Like, that that was uh, the order of things. Like, three I don't strikes ca- and you're I don't out. care about an SSD. Why? I get it. Mm. It makes more sense than anti-vape ads, and it makes more sense than doing getting six million games. But, why? <laughs> it's still dumb. It's still dumb. Yeah. Still dumb. Oh. Oh, Next man. one was so, Warhammer. This one, is, period. A, this one just... is a twofer, yeah. Warhammer, period. Oh, Jeff, stop putting it's Warhammer games. Continue to exist. Stop it. Because you keep <laughs> acting quit. like people care, and they keep like people in the in the chat keep going, "Oh, pog, pog, it's Warhammer." And then these games come out, and they get like a sixty-eight, and no one cares. Like, why do we keep doing this? <laughs> Can we? He has stop? to get all forty thousand to do the world tour of his genuinely, shows. Genuinely, I'm genuinely. If you were to ask me, Hunter, I genuinely would believe that the the, the IP of Warhammer 40k is to literally make 40,000 games that Jeff can promote at the Game Awards. Like, that would genuinely be... It seems like that's all they're for. They don't even have to look interesting. Because they all look the same. But, you know, it was that. And then the second point was, I said this before Crash Team Rumble was officially announced so it was warhammer but especially before wumpa league for fuck's sake jeff what are these priorities like genuinely it's, it seems like one league was held off for way too long especially for what we ended up seeing i was like <laughs> that was a first half of the show announcement if i've ever seen one why was it like the third to last thing we saw well the problem Very is weird. the first half of the show was the good part and they couldn't let it in true true <laughs> uh and then the final one it's Crash Team Rumble. What, what, that's a name. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's a stupid name. It doesn't look like a very interesting premise. I'd like to see no. gameplay. I really like. I want to see actual gameplay because that trailer does fucking nothing. You just showed a couple of characters walking towards each other and some death animations. Some people, some, some people. I was looking at the chat. Some people think it's a MOBA. Some people think it's a League clone. Some people don't. No the one knows what it is. The way that they framed the camera at one point made me say that. 
Mm. As far as I'm aware, and, I don't know. Like as far they, as I'm aware, you know, the working title was Wumpa League, so I thought maybe they were being cheeky. As far as I'm aware, I believe oh. the idea of the game is it's like four v four people, like it's a four v four like platformer combat thing where you have to gather Wumpa fruit and then chuck them into the enemy base. Is what I believe the game is, but it's an actual platformer still. But nothing about that trailer suggested like that it was clam blitz from Splatoon. <laughs> totally yeah, is. What a great comparison that is. Yeah. Yeah, it's just multiplayer game of the year. You know, one of my friends. Wrong, you are. <laughs> one of my friends, Eamon, that we were talking about earlier. Same friend sent sent me a message saying, "Is Crash Team Rumble a Crash Bash game?" And I'm like, "No, it's not a Crash Bash game." People think it's like a the Crash Bash successor. It's not. They should have no, probably have done that. That was called Crash Boom Bang. Yeah, and it's on the DS, and everyone hates it. Because it's weird, because Crash Team Rumble does kind of sound like if they were to do a new Crash Bash, Crash Team Rumble kind of sounds like that would be what they would call a Crash Bash. Yeah. But hey, there you go. So there you go. That's what do some, we know? There's some more crimes. Uh, also, if you're wondering how many times Jeff Keighley said, can't wait to play, actually a few, only a few times this time, which is which is crazy for Jeff. He usually, some, uh, Summer Game Fest, he says it after every game because he knows that no one else wants to play yeah, it. Yeah, and he's very clearly lying about most of them. Jeff, I can actually believe that he wants to play Jedi Survivor. Yeah, the only two, the only, the only two that Jeff Keighley couldn't wait to play... Jeff Keighley can't wait to play Jedi Survivor. And Jeff Keighley can't wait to play with Hideo Kojima because he's his best friend. He just, he just wants, he'll play anything with him. I believe that Hideo Kojima played It Takes Two of Jeff Keighley as far as I'm concerned. That was like... They they just do everything. To that's, my head that's my head cannon. That's my head cannon. And that's that, right? <laughs> With that out of the way, that was a fun little diversion. <laughs> the halftime show was over. The halftime show's over. Now, let's get to the big now juicy it's time stuff. For trailers. Yeah. All of those wondrous. Now this is a lot. This is this is a lot of stuff. There was a lot of stuff. My voice is already hurting, so I'll let you do the honors of picking and choosing what is worth talking about as we go through this order. I see that you've got a nice little Reddit thread. Hey, dude, (laughs) someone did the work for me and made a list of everything that was shown off in Mm -hmm. order. Very helpful. Thank you, Reddit. You did some good in this world. For once, yeah. For once. What's happening? Just like the Game Awards, everyone gets one. <laughs> everyone gets one. Anyway. Um, so it started off, first trailer was Dead Cells DLC. Yeah, with Castlevania. Pretty like cool. a Castlevania crossover. Yep. I've never played Dead Cells, but it looked really cool. I've, nev- I've not Symphony played of the it Night yet, characters. but it's been one of those games that I'm like, I'm going to eventually, and I'm very happy yeah. that this exists for when I do. Because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Castlevania. That trailer had a really cool art style. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Returnal's getting a PC port. Yep. That is also happening. They showed a lot. This is all pre-show stuff. They showed a lot of stuff in the pre-show. Yeah, stuff was all in. Ninja showed off the Xbox app. There you go. That's that that, that fucking war crime. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Ninja. I also um, want to say, Hellboy game. very close to a war crime, if we had come up with it as it showed, the It Takes Two merch ad, very close, but I love you too much, Joseph Farris, to consider anything that you do a war crime, but I just want to say, if any other developers go after that, fucking after you. No, don't pull that <laughs> shit. Anyway, sorry, Cal, carry on. I was just say, Hellboy, a Hellboy game got announced. Yeah. It looked pretty neat from the trailer. 
Mm-hmm. It had a cool cell cell shaded style. God, words. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they even showed some in-game gameplay, which was always nice to see with a reveal trailer, not yeah. just a bunch of in-engine stuff. Um, after us, what was that? I don't know. So the thing is, like a lot of these names are just kind of generic. It's fine. Just move. Just move on. Just move, if it, hard to keep up with everything. Among Us is getting hide and seek. Yeah, Among Us is getting hide and seek. Replaced is that Street game Fighter that we've talked about before date. as well. Don't forget. Oh replaced. yeah, replaced. That was the really cool looking indie game with the cyberpunk and the two D side. And... Yeah, the pixel art stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. yeah. That game. Yeah, it looks sweet, and I can't <laughs> I wait remember to get game. my hands on it someday. Yeah. yeah. And Street Fighter Six is out in June. <laughs> out in june 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 2nd it's box art is bad it's box art is so bad luckily the rest of it looks pretty good yeah thankful you don't play the box (laughs) (laughs) now the big one for a lot of people including my friend up in the top right corner yeah. Hades 2. oh my god super giants first sequel game announcement of the night Oh my god. It I can't happened. wait for this. It, it sure happened. did. You know, Hades makes sense for them to have be their first sequel because it's the first one that I think like Supergiant was known for being a r- mm-hmm. really solid studio before. Yeah. But this is the first one that like, you know, Hades was them. like their breakout. It's the one that got them a lot of attention mm-hmm. and it's also the one where their story in world actually leaves it open for a sequel. You can't really, there's, there's no real way that they could have done a bastion two or a transistor two. <laughs> or, well, I would let them try, but I'd be very, <laughs> I would be very perplexed. But this one, God, it looks real good. It looks like this game got, looked really good. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how long their early access period is this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am interested in that as far as, like, if it's of a similar scope to the first one, then I imagine it might just be, you know, we see this come out at its 1.0 release in, like, two years. Oh, I, I am honest. My opinion is, what, 2023? I am of the opinion that it'll go into... Early access, obviously, it'll go into early access probably in 2023, probably first half of 2023. I would not be surprised if it's 2024 easy. Like, this is a 2024 yeah, yeah. game easy. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, like, it depends. Unless they got, like, suddenly super ambitious with what they're going to try with this. Which I'm trying to remember when yeah. they said, because the, on their website, they did say that they've been working on it since January 2021, I believe. Yeah, that makes sense, because, like, Hades had been done. All they really mm-hmm. had to dust, all they really had to sort away there was the ports to the other places, which I think was more of a matter of whatever their deal with Nintendo to come to the Switch first expiring was, rather yeah. than any yeah. kind of like thing they really needed to do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're doing it. They're so. doing they're doing early access on Steam and Epic, um, and then obviously doing that. It'll be interesting. I will see how I'm feeling and when it comes out, because if it's a quiet period, I might just hop in onto Early Access anyway. I might, shockingly, blasphemous thing of downloading a (laughs) PC game. Cringe, I know. I do it it for one game every year. This year it was Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Next year, who knows? Maybe it'll be Hades 2 Early Access. (laughs) It is is a tempting notion 
for sure. Mm. But anyway, 2024 want... game of the year. Take it to the bank. Yeah. I also want to say, Hunter, your reaction, hearing your reaction to this game was very, very heartwarming. Just seeing you oh, get yeah? so excited about it. It was, it was oh, nice. Oh, man. Oh, I'm glad that you feel that way. Oh. It's very nice, and I'm happy for you, man. Thank you. Anyways, Nintendo did another silly thing and announced another Bayonetta game at the Game Awards. They never learned. Luckily, this never, one looks like it's learned. finished already. Yeah. I did learn. My favorite part apparently, of this. if you collect the collectibles at the end of Bayonetta 3, you got a epilogue thing that was a demo of this. Weird. Okay. That was oh my god. <laughs> if I would have unlocked this, like, without... If I would have unlocked this organically, yeah. I would have been so annoyed. <laughs> you two haven't played the game yet, but the ending of that game... Gah. So that's that. Well, Kyle played, it, like, five missions, but... You see, here's the thing. That's the point. It's a Nintendo game, and it's called Bayonetta Origins Sorezia and the Lost Demon. And here's the thing is, it looks like an indie game, like, in a way of it's smaller in scope and all this stuff, but I just have this fucking feeling that this is going to be a full price bastard. I have a feeling that Nintendo Probably. will try to pull the copium on Definitely. This. And to that I say, you couldn't even get me to buy Bayonetta 3, so I'm definitely not buying Bayonetta Origins Ceresa and the Lost Demon. Sorry, I can't wait Nintendo. till midway through next year when they have the double pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the price of probably, like, 40 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also wanted to mention the, um, what's his name? Uh, is it Cliff Pazinski, the guy that made Bioshock, doing that new, what's his name? No, no Cliff Pazinski's, um, um, that was Gears of War. Gears of War. Right? What's the guy that did Bioshock called? Ken Levine. Ken Levine. Ken Levine. Yeah, there we go. <sighs> I'm sorry, I go, <laughs> those, X, those Xbox generate, the Xbox 360 generation developers, they're all like, in the back of my head, I'm like, who the, which one is it? It's one of them. Got to get the yeah. Rolodex out. Uh, Ken Levine's doing a Bioshock spiritual successor called Judas, which looked pretty interesting, actually. It basically looks like oh, Bioshock yeah. in space. So, uh, in space. Kind of looks cool. Like I say, if you are a Bioshock fan, you're eating good because Bioshock 4 is in development as well. So you're getting, you're getting Callisto almost. Hopefully, it scores a bit better I hope it works out better for him yeah. than the Callisto pro. Well... I don't know. I'm pretty sure Glenn Schofield and friends are still feeling pretty good about that, regardless of I'm sure how fine. it's bleeding in reviews. I'm sure they'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sure they'll live. Although they'll live. They'll live. Uh, what yeah. was next? Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, official Batman reveal. Oh yeah, where they're emotionally blackmailing us into buying the game. Here's the thing: <laughs> is I know for a fact that the only reason that Rocksteady has announced this is probably just because they want people to know that they like people can have something to look forward to in terms of Kevin having another performance. And it's yeah. like, it mm. sucks. Cause I know that if Kevin was still here and you know, he wasn't gone, they would have a hundred percent have kept this a secret and we would have all have just played it and had this massive reaction to it. And yeah. it's, it, it it's heartwarming cuz again we get another we get like one final Kevin Conroy performance and the Arkham series was my way into getting into Kevin Conroy as Batman because I was a bit too well one in the UK I don't think the animated series was as big as it was over in America and two I was yeah. a bit too young for it to be relevant for me like so I didn't really get to experience mm -hmm. the DC show I when I was a kid was Teen Titans and I didn't want to watch that either so I just didn't 
So, oh. um, damn, Teen Titans was good. Though. Yeah, it was good, but I just, I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid brain. I got more of Kevin Conroy from the Justice League show that was happening at that period in time, around the same time that Teen Titans was going on. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, but now that was basically like a follow up on a bunch of their cartoons at the time. But no, I don't think their intention was to emotionally blackmail me into buying. No, no, I'm, I'm making a yeah. joke here. But at was, the same time, was like, I'm they have emotionally blackmailed me into buying Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League because I will 100 <laughs> yeah. percent be there on day one. Um, I just really hope that game's good. You see, we keep seeing of it, and it's like when you see the character animations and you see like the story of it, I'm like. That stuff looks interesting. It looks like Arkhamverse. I'm like this. Yeah. Like I think as a story, which, it's and writing, it's going to be really. Is good. already more than I could say about Gotham Knights. It has a personality, and the story looks great. But that gameplay loop, I just feel like I'm going to hate, and I feel like I'm going to begrudgingly be fucking playing this video game just to get to the cutscenes, and I don't think that's a good way to play a video <laughs> game. Um, At least we'll suffer together. <laughs> Yeah, true. If, if there is any, if they if they force us to co-op it, then we're definitely gonna do that. Um, but no, it, it's something to look forward to. But it would have been, it would have been such a good surprise, though. It would have been such a good surprise. It would have. It would have been. Yeah. Because I was not expecting it. I'll tell you this for a fact. I was certain, even though it was called Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League, and people were probably like, they're probably, I did not. You know how in Gotham Knights, Batman's dead, and we were like, no, he fucking isn't. Yeah. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Batman's quote unquote dead. I was like, I feel like these. I feel Batman's not going to show up in this. I think it's going to be the, all the other members, and Batman won't be there. That's what my thoughts were. But hey, proven wrong. Yeah. See, that's how it's done, Gotham Knights. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, the old bait and switch. The old, Anyways, the old nearly next. decade long bait and switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up was uh, Jedi uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yes. This game looked really freaking good. Yeah, it looks the original? like they. I did not. I watched a friend play oh, a little bit of it though. You should get it. It's good. Yeah, it's good game. You might vi- you might be able to vibe with that one. I said before it was it's like it's like a diet Souls game in the sense that the way it like plays. Each of the planets um, is like full Souls wise. kind of levels, and the combat's a bit Soulsy. It's not really, but it's it's. It, hmm. it, it, it There's more exploration and stuff. Yeah, that uh goes into it that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, I need I'll to play it to the list. I should play the first one again because I'm really looking forward to this because it's like Jedi Fallen Order was a very good game that I was not expecting to be as good as it was. But you could tell that it just wasn't very polished because you could tell yeah. it felt like. Whereas this one has been in development for fucking ages, and it's like this game, I feel like from the looks of it, I'm just like, if they just make another one that's better and get that glitchiness out of there, I yeah. feel like it's going to be fantastic. I'll definitely yeah, be picking this, this like, up in March on day one. This is probably. a situation where one of these games that I'm like, I didn't love it all the way, but if it gets a sequel, it would probably be really good. I actually got a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Respawn's a good dev, so it should be good. Uh, speaking that of... That was Earthblade. Yeah. Oh, Which is man. the... Uh, um, se- is sort of like a... Sequel game. Metroidvania. To, yeah. Sequel, sequel studio Celestine. game. Celestium, yeah. It's their next game. Yeah. I believe yeah. the studio is called like Extremely, Extremely OK, okay games. games is their name, yeah. Because originally... Yeah, there we go. Wasn't it Maddie Makes Games originally? Yeah originally uh, and then she had a team now so she's <laughs> moved on up so she's upgraded <laughs> to extremely okay games which is an understatement um, it's a good 
This is a good name for a studio, though. Yeah, it is a good name for a studio. <laughs> I like it. Ah, oh, this looks good. That's also coming it in 2024. I can't wait for that, too. God. 2024 is going to be a slamming year for indies. Especially when half... <laughs> it's going to be a slamming year, especially when half of the 2023 games get pushed to 2024 as well. So don't you worry. That That's going to be a great year. Um, uh, we had that June uh, game. Fuck that off. What was after that? Uh, Forspoken. I still, don't, demo I still don't know how to feel about Ethan, this. you played the I demo? I played the demo. How was it? I still don't know how to feel about this game. I genuinely don't. Perfect. Um, I don't know if it's because I only played it for 30 minutes or whatever. I did the things, and the tutorial's not very good because it just kind of chucks you in an area and goes, here's how you do things. Ah, it's classic. just... One, the dialogue is fucking awful. It is really bad. It's as bad as the trailers make it out to be. The bangle and you are just talking all of a sudden and, you know... When uh when you die, he's like, I should be sad that you're die that you're dying, but I'm not. And it's like, oh fucking off! And go into the options menu. You can turn yeah. him off. Thank God you can turn the fucking banter off. I'm like, every game that has shit fucking pattern is a you know? toggle off option. Like, get it out of here. Don't need that. Banter. In 2011, the first time I played Skyward Sword, I don't imagine that I'd get companion characters that were more annoying than Fee, but it seems like. They've managed to make this happen throughout video games in the following years. It's just, yeah. it's The game is That's called voice acting. I think the problem with Square Enix games, as of recent, is, you know... There's too many of them. No, it's not even that. It's That's... that they've moved over to this action game formula where they like, people like Kingdom Hearts, right? And then they're like, Final Fantasy VII, let's kind of... Because Nomura's working on it, Nomura's like, you know... Let's take it. Let's take some inspiration from my roots and doing Kingdom Hearts stuff, but make it tied to Final Fantasy VII. And now, ever since fucking my, remake, my roots. He did. <laughs> he was involved in the first version of Seven before Kingdom Hearts, even. I, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I meant his like. I meant, I meant like. Didn't start I meant like seven. his creative director roots. That's what I meant. Okay, I meant his creative okay. director roots. <laughs> Not his fucking. Yeah, I know he was an artist on Seven, but I meant like as a d- game. D- design like like when he's in charge big boy's in charge he makes fucking kingdom hearts whether it's called kingdom hearts or not apparently um <laughs> yeah but you know so seven remake comes out and it's a fucking hack and slashy kind of action rpg and now i feel like ever since remake and everyone's like remake got a thumbs up that's it fucking this is it now 16 action game hacky slashy fucking this game for spoken action game hacky slashy i'm like it's fine but they i feel like they play didn't the fucking take same they also i don't think took into account that it took final fantasy 7 remake was like the payoff of like a decade of trying that yeah <laughs> they had one hit out of like 900 misses i also think this game is <laughs> forspoken I'll, like i'll probably pick up i'll probably still pick up forspoken and we'll do a full review on the podcast later in january but i still think the problem with forspoken is this is very clearly a ps5 launch game that has gone far out of ps5's launch when i was playing it i was like oh wow the attack moves are both on the fucking triggers I'm like, I wonder why that is. Why are the boat two attack moves on the two triggers? I wonder. Is it for? Is it for the fucking trigger? Uh, like, is the it because the tick? Yeah, yeah, the, the haptic voodoo. Yeah, the adaptive triggers. Yeah, it's because of them. Is the haptic feedback way too fucking aggressive in this video game? Yes, it is. I'm running, and the game's like shaking my controller like it's no one's business, and I'm like, 
<laughs> oh, it's not it's never good when they do it like that. I prefer the more subtle approach. Yeah, I'm just Where like, like you'll be running and then, you know, you can feel when the material of what you're hitting changes. It's just but, well, you know, you wouldn't really know. Forspoken doesn't know what the word subtle means. No, because it's literally true. it literally is an isekai. The only way it could be even more isekai is if she got fucking hit by a bus and got sent to the dimension. She just gets kidnapped. But she... <laughs> and also have like a full paragraph for a title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I was a teenage I, exocolonist. Uh, <laughs> Forspoken yeah. in the legend of the bangle that won't stop talking to me. Yeah, and it's just—it's one of those things where it just has—it has all the—it has all the things that I don't like in video games, where it's like it has a fucking upgrade tree for your spells, where you have to perform feats to upgrade them, where it's like knock over thirty enemies, then you can upgrade the thing, and I'm like, I don't. I don't want to do this. I just, I feel like this game, I feel like the combat's interesting and I feel like some people are going to really jive with the combat. But from a world and story perspective so far, I am not in on it, to be honest. And I think the only, I've got a really cheap pre-order on it. If I was paying 70 quid for this, I'd cry. No, don't do that. (laughs) I'm paying like 35 because I somehow found somewhere that was doing it really cheap and I had a voucher for them. So it's like, I'm like, I'm like halfway house here, like, but it's still. I, I, I just don't know how to feel about it. I genuinely don't. I feel like if it came out last year or even like at launch, when I'd feel a lot more positive. To. You're supposed yeah, to, yeah, genuinely, especially because yeah. sixteen is out in literally five months after it, and then yeah. seven remake could potentially be out in six months after that. I, like, I feel like this game at this point is like a tax write-off for Square. Genuinely, it is a tax write-off, because when you think about it, the next three big games for Square Enix after Forspoken are Final Fantasy sixteen, Final Fantasy seven, whatever the fuck the subtitle's called, I can't remember, and then <laughs> Remake Part 2. What is it? Was it Rebirth? Rebirth, that's it. And then Kingdom Hearts 4. It's like they know that they've got three heavy fucking hitters back to back to back and then they've got a shit out of, they've got a shit out of whiffer before and they've got to get their babylon's fall balan wonderworld shit out the door i haven't played that demo but i still don't think it's not that bad. bad it's not that bad okay. but it does feel like it, it does kind of feel <laughs> like they are just kind of it, it feels like it was a test it feels like it was like we we tested we tested stuff for Final Fantasy games with this. Like there we go. I feel like mm. I feel like Square Enix a lot this year has just been shotgunning random stuff oh, into 100%. the ether. Yeah, like, they sure have. Harvestella, Dragon Quest Treasures, various daylight. I forgot, I forgot that. I forgot Valkyrie that there's a Dragon Elysium. Quest coming out soon as well. Is announced, isn't it? So oh um, yeah, the HD two D yeah. remake of that, uh, and, the, and there's 3. a twelve. Yeah, twelve and the HD two D. Yeah. So it's like Square's got all these bangers. They twenty twenty three and twenty four are pretty big years for Square because if Kingdom Hearts four does not come out by the end of twenty twenty four, something's gone fucking wrong with that game. Mark my words, because I feel like they announced it because they were like, "We're not doing a twenty thirteen again." And if they do a twenty thirteen again, that's an issue. Um, but I hate that Square Enix's big IP make them impervious to being held accountable for the nonsense I know. they show. Yeah, it is, but it's like. <laughs> I just it's, it's it makes it. them so much harder to hate because they make things I like. You see, yeah. I I it's like I'm I'm in Kingdom Hearts for the irony, bro. I'll happily spend seventy dollars on Kingdom Hearts four and laugh my way to the fucking bank with those cutscenes, and I don't give a shit about the game, dude. <laughs> like 
you know, people like Donkey will sit there getting mad at Donald Duck screaming at you about ingredients. I sit there and laugh. I just maniacally laugh. <laughs> that's not even I, what I meant. Sometimes, I sometimes I, that's qualified hey, in their dude. big games that makes them immune. Um, dude, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. In Kingdom Hearts three, sometimes I wouldn't pick up the ingredients and walk away from them, and then walk back towards them to trigger the voice lines again, just to be a fucking idiot. <laughs> that's a war crime. God, <laughs> why? <laughs> What the fuck? Did you just hover around lucky emblems or whatever they're called, I too? Think there's a lucky emblem around here. <laughs> really? Let's find it again. <laughs> what happened I feel like we just learned a lot about Ethan as a person. <laughs> what happened next in the Game Awards? Death Where Stranding 2. Ah, oh, great. Uh, something that makes a sense. lucky emblem. Hideo Kojima? Yeah. <laughs> Compared That's to what we just heard? Yeah. Sense. Yeah, so Death Stranding 2 is a video game being developed by Kojima Productions. It will probably also come out in 2024. Yeah, maybe, maybe 2025. Who knows? Um, he did have a pretty quick turnaround from the reveal of it was three the first years. game. To, yeah. And if they started work on this as soon as they finished Death Stranding, then... They've already had three years, but I think they probably took a break, would be my guess. He's also juggling projects now, too. True, but I feel like... Here's what I would do. I feel like Kojima probably got the green light for Death Stranding 2 before the, the Xbox thing. Yeah. So he's probably been working on this. If anything, I think Death Stranding 2 pushes the Xbox Kojima game a bit further than we think it is. I think that Xbox... You know when we thought it was weird that Kojima just showed up you know saying, I'm making an hilarious. Xbox game, bye, and then walked away? I think it's because yeah. that game's the game after Death Stranding 2, definitely. I think Death Stranding yeah, yeah. 2 comes first. It'd be hilarious if he had, like... And now I know this This is, like, logistically impossible, but imagine <laughs> if he had both of them done at the same time and gave them to the, the, their respective companies like to release in, like, this... On the same day, like Pokemon? Yeah. Like Kojima Xbox yeah. and Kojima PlayStation choose your fucking route? <laughs> That'd be so good. I would... God, if I was him, I would do it. Yeah. But no, that trailer, I... I've, I've said it on the podcast before. It took me on it a again. journey. I'll never play Death Stranding ever again, but if they make a sequel, I'll be there day one, and there I will be. Um, I, I love that it's a trailer... Where I'm like, I have no clue what's going on, but it's not because weird things are. It's not because like there's de- like weird baby dolls floating in tall rivers. Yeah, it's stuff different like than it's... the other. It's different than the first <laughs> game's trailers. Not because you're like, okay, there's fragile with a child, and then now fragile's now there's this massive ship that's coming out of the tar, and now she's with Norman, and are these taking place at the same time? Is that baby Lou, or did she have a child beforehand? What the fuck is going on? Why is Troy Baker back, and why is he singing BB's theme? What is this? <laughs> Like, it's amazing how having context for the world doesn't help you at all. <laughs> God, I love it. Like, I just, I just, I just love the idea of him just like even bringing the villain back and just being like, yeah, the like, I like Kojima just does what he wants. Kojima's just like, I like Troy Baker. Now he plays away. show tunes for you. Yeah. As someone who didn't play Death Stranding, that trailer took me on a journey. Yeah. Think, I was. It's the same. I was amused the whole time. It's just, Death Stranding is such an interesting thing. And it's like, again, because I was talking to my dad about this, because I said Death Stranding 2 has been announced. And I'm like, I don't genuinely know. This could be another 100-hour walkie game. But it also it could, be. could not be. It could literally be the exact It could be completely opposite. different. Like, this could be, like, genuinely, like, a... 
completely different kind of game especially with that last tagline like it was like you connected the world should you or whatever it was it was like yeah that i'm like that i don't know what this is but i'll play it and the best part is we're not gonna know what it is until like we as play far it. as the gameplay until we play it because <laughs> yeah. i know death stranding showed us some stuff as far as the gameplay before we played it but i still didn't really know what i was getting into <laughs> yeah <laughs> I well, I didn't even plan on oh, playing it. I didn't even plan on playing it, so I'd only seen the big trailers, and that's it. I hadn't even seen any gameplay for the most part. So, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, what was next? Looking forward to next it. Next was Immortals of Avon. I just what was that? <laughs> well, I, yeah, it was, it was it was a well, it was cinematic Japanese yeah. game. Yeah, I think that was EA's Monster Hunter game, wasn't it? Was it? No, that was later. That was later because was that's later. called Wild Heart. Ah. Not my wild heart. That's Sayonara wild hearts. Immortals. Immortal, I just I I didn't like it because we already had one game that terribly decided like made a terrible decision. One to call generic it Immortals, Immortals game. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm just like, no, don't, like this game's going to be generic. Anything. Anytime I hear Immortals in a video game title, now I'm just going to be like, generic. Cool. There we go. <laughs> See you yeah. for ten pounds in like a year, buddy. Have fun. <laughs> After that yeah. was Tekken 8. We saw gameplay of that. Yeah. Unfortunately, cool. not coming out in June. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that'd be... Not here to fight Street Fighter. <laughs> that'd be wild. Dude, Gen- June is genuinely <laughs> packed. It yeah. really is. June and February. Zelda's supposed to come out in between May. That. That's crazy. I-, I just like to think, literally, this is... I know we don't care about Diablo, and we'll get to Diablo later. But we know, to, but in terms of game releases, but you literally have Tears of the Kingdom, a two-week break, Suicide Squad, a, a week break, Street Fighter Six, a week break, Diablo Four, a two-week break, Final Fantasy Sixteen. Like it's genuinely yeah. like that's a packed time, and we're not even talking about March, which is also packed as well. You know, Resi Four, Resi Four Jedi Survivor. <laughs> That Bayonetta Origins, blah, 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 blah. February has a ton of shit coming out, too. Yeah. Like a Dragon Age. Like I say, it's going to be... I feel like... I feel like we've been saying it for a while, and we thought that 2022 was going to be the year where the COVID... Bar- the, the COVID floodgates kind of open, where there's a load of games where they've been in development. They're just going to start shitting themselves. This, 2023 is the floodgate year. You can already tell with how things are already <laughs> stacking. Because yeah. last year we had a load of stuff for February, but then nothing after. This year, people are going, yep, June is already filling up. I'm like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. I think November's going to be I, wild. I wouldn't be shocked. Now. Yeah, because I wouldn't be shocked to see some games even just delay themselves out of, like, self-preservation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to think about it. I think it's... Well, Spider-Man and stuff. Spider-Man will probably be... Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, if it comes out, will probably right, take the September right. spot. Call of Duty is not making a game next year. They'll probably have a DLC, but so the people won't even have the fear. There won't even be the week where people fear Call of Duty. So it's oh, like, good. God, I'm tired of their tyranny. <laughs> Rise up! It's it's crazy. You know, you have PSVR two launching in February. Well, that'll like... be when the Mario game comes out. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Anyway, where were we? After that was Nightingale. Realm Walker's journey. I don't remember. Did I fall asleep during that part? No, this was you were making jokes about British people in this one. Oh, cool! Dude had a parasol. 
or an umbrella. Yeah, or people, whatever. people. This was the They're flying like Mary Poppins. Yeah, Pip Pip Cheerio. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one guy that the trailer seems to be following with like the old Sherlocky hat. Mm. I made a joke about how if this was a Kojima game, he would have been like face captured by Killian Murphy or something. <laughs> I also saw a lot of people saying that this game looks really cool on Twitter, and I looked at all of their profiles, and they were all American. And I was like, "Yeah, that's the, that's that the, so, the target demographic <laughs> for this game are Americans that think that like Britain is Mary Poppins. Like that is the demographic for that game. Is they think we're all out there with pit pipping, clicking. They our showed heels. this game a time. to get to work. Yeah. They showed this game at one of the other Keeley shows that we watched for the sake of having something to talk about yeah and like for i don't know 30 seconds this game looked interesting because it had sort of a neat aesthetic to it and then i saw what the gameplay was and i'm like oh well no you've lost me yeah and i mean this is it was a really fire first little section this is where it starts this is we start getting to the trail yeah. bit now and then it starts the trail oh yeah yeah, I'm just looking at what's coming up. Yeah, and, Baldur's yeah. Gate 3 is a thing. Wayfinder is a thing. Fire Emblem looks even fucking worse. And the fact that they had... They, of course they put three houses behind the season pass. Of course they do. Because there's nothing like making a season pass based on nostalgia for a game that literally came out three years ago. There's nothing better than that, baby. Have you missed Edelgard? Oh, yeah. It's been 20 minutes. It's been literally 20 minutes. They had that other game come out this year. Yeah. yeah. Three I hopes. Just, I, just, I just don't get what Engage is trying to do. And I feel like oh, Engage man. is going to be... I don't know why. I, I'm, I'm not, I'll am not. i tell you now, boys. You can more than happily have Fire Emblem Engage on Fantasy Critic next year. I'm not taking it. I feel like <laughs> that game's bad juju. I think it's not going to do that hot. It Kyle, just... I'll let you have that one. Just... Alright, I know what I'm I know what I'm taking in my last round pick. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just don't. I, I really hope it's shit because I really want them to go back to what they were doing and make an interesting thing where we have the character. You have a social life kind of section to it where you can build your relationships with the characters, so then when you go out and they may potentially die, you feel it even more. Like I like that idea they were going for, but no, nostalgia is the new gimmick. Or if you're gonna, yeah. or if you're gonna nostalgia bait, just do it all the way and like port uh awakening true i'd like i'd like to be able to play that'd be a great from what i understand that's a great place to enter the fire emblem series and i would like to have a system to do it on that's where i started yeah but you know awakening's great it seems to be a trend right where on every console that fire emblem shows up at least the past couple right with 3ds and now switch the first fire emblem game that comes out people fucking love that shit inject it into their veins any subsequent Fire Emblem game that comes out on that console, no one really gives a shit and we all forget until the next console comes out. So I feel like it's one of those things yeah. where it's like, Awakening, the people that love Awakening, man, do they love Awakening. Three yeah. Houses, the people that it's love true. Three Houses really love Three Houses, and it's just like, this game's going to be the mid one, like, you know, the other ones that were on 3DS that Fates or whatever that no one really cared about. Oh well. I really hope Pepsi looking oh, well. fucker is a character in the next Smash Bros. That'll be epic. You'll definitely be able to spot him on the roster screen. Why isn't Pepsi Man a DLC in this game? <laughs> Who knows? Not a DLC yet. Who knows? <laughs> uh what was next? Diablo four, fuck off, Blizzard. Diablo four. Okay, fuck off. Blizzard. I just know actually the one thing I do want to mention is there was an article 
that I read to you guys before the game awards, which I thought was hilarious, where someone said, where apparently developers oh, internally yeah. in Blizzard said that if the quote unquote if the leaked uh, release date for June is true, then it's going to lead to a lot of crunch, and then a June release date appeared. So congratulations, Blizzard has not learned that lesson at all. Man, I, the wind up for that trailer, by the way, was super annoying. Yeah, it was very weird. Like they're people they out. Were, yeah, the people out in robes, and then this I don't know Halsey. generic pop yeah, song starts Halsey. playing. Mm. Yeah, that's goofy. And then you're stupid. It seems like every Diablo cinematic I've ever seen in my life. If you're always like, like oh, new? Diablo cinematics are so cool. I'm like, yeah, they're really high quality, but they're all the same. They're the same fucking cinematic yeah. every time. I swear I've seen the same cinematic for Diablo every time, man. And I'm just like, I don't care. I'm not a Diablo guy. You never get Like, there's treat. enough of those generic hooded angelic dudes to make an Organization 13 out of them. Come yeah. on. It is true. Anyway, what was next? Anyways, after after that was Horizon Forbidden West DLC, and also oh. not mentioned on this list was um, the Horizon VR game. Got another trailer as well. I... For whatever that's worth. I want to play the Horizon VR game. I'm very interested in the Horizon VR game. But also, it's like, I don't want to buy a console for the Horizon VR game. That's very true. <laughs> now, yeah. here's the thing. The minute they say Beat Saber's coming to PSVR 2, that's when I'm willing to part with cash. That's where I'm like... <laughs> that's what... Because I feel like VR needs a game like Beat Saber where it's infinitely replayable for you to feel like there's something for you to do with it. So I can go, oh, I'm bored. I'm yeah. going to pop on the VR headset and play Beat Saber for a bit. You know? Because yeah. it's like, Call of the Mountain is going to be five hours long. All the other VR games, like Moss is getting... The Moss games, Moss and Moss Book 2, are getting a PSVR 2 version. That's great. That's another reason. It's coming on launch. It's another reason for people to play it. Those games are also probably only five hours each. The problem with VR is there's so many games that are only five hours. <laughs> and then it's like, put it back And none in the of the box. games you already have come with you, so it's not like that gets built into your... You just got to assume that the popular ones are going to get a port... Um, yeah, I guess what PSVR two fans I think are really hoping for is one Beat Saber, and two they're really hoping that that Half Life Alex gets a port, which I think it will get a port because Valve, at least recently, and we'll say recently in the past decade when they've released like two games, they have been very open to working with new hardware. You know, Steam Deck stuff like that. They're very open to working with people again now instead of being very closed off. So um, I'd expect it. But you know, saying that, I'll also be the sucker because you know what I'm like. I won't. Bu- I'm not buying a Switch at launch. Buys a Switch at launch. I'm not buying a PS5 at launch. Buys a PS5 at launch. I don't need an Xbox. Buys an Xbox. You'll be. You can guarantee I'll be the first fucker here on February 23rd or whatever, being like, "Look at this fucking jabroni. Look at my PSVR 2. Like, you know, what I mean, look at my cool goggles. Yeah. I'll literally just join the call and I'll be wearing it. I'll be like, look at me. I'm an astronaut I'm Mark now. Zuckerberg now, dude. I'm in the metaverse. <laughs> like, so I'm just chatting shit because I'm 100%. I'll be first in line like an idiot because I'm a sucker because I have income now. And I'm just like, I like things. And then I'll play it for two seconds and I'll go, I feel sick and sell it. It'll be great. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so the guys, DLC looks like What do you guys like feel it. about the DLC? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, I'll play it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, is it? Is it, it is coming? Out, it said what? April? Yeah. April yeah. and exclusive right, so to PS5. Nothing, 
Yeah, nothing seems to be around April. I can tell so, you what's like, in April. Haven't... Dead Island if 2. Have... Okay, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So if I don't have, like, some game I'm finishing up at that point in time, this might actually, it might actually hit, like, the perfect gap for me to actually play it. April 19th. Uh, yeah, D- Dead Island is, isn't even on that week anyway, so even if you're a Dead Island fan, you could play the Horizon DLC. The thing with Horizon... <laughs> you're a Dead Island fan. The reason with Horizon... I'm sorry. I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like it's a problem with Horizon is... Obviously, it keeps getting overshadowed by fucking everything on the planet, but Horizon's in this weird thing where I feel like it's overexposure. There's too much Horizon content. With... Horizon, yeah. Horizon VR, Horizon Expansion, Horizon TV show. I'm like, too much. Too much Horizon. The Horizon TV show is like eight years away. True. Don't worry about but it's that too one. much Horizon. <laughs> They'll go back to Killzone. But at the same time, time that it's like. actually manifests. An expansion like that, like, fair enough. When an expansion is something along the lines of what the Elden Ring expansion will be, or what. Because, uh, like, Elden Ring expansion just slots. Basically, it'll probably just slot into the game at some point. Whereas Horizon DLC, at least the original one, the Frozen Wilds Hunter, it's like, it's this weird thing where it slots into the map, but it's like, it's mid-game. It's not post the, it's not post the main story. It slots into the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, I remember it being strange as far as that was concerned. So the game expects you to already know everything about the game and the controls and all of that stuff. And it's been nine months. I've forgotten that shit. Yeah, hopping back into it took a second, from what I recall. But also, like the way they had the way they had that set up was, as far as the timing of that one was pretty good because it was like, oh, first game came out in February. Now, towards the end of the year, we're gonna remind you that it exists. And I'm hoping that's what they're trying to do here with Horizon. Is they're hoping that no one else is gonna really look at April too much, and they you can guarantee. Put it on your little bingo cards now. There'll be a complete edition. They'll be like they'll they'll drop Horizon down to forty or whatever, and then the the big seventy dollar box for Horizon again will include. It'll be game of the year. It'll include the Burning Shores or whatever it's called. Burning Shores, is and they'll try and sell it again because Horizon will have done great. It will have done fine, right? It'll be yeah, not God of War like... numbers, but it'll have done fine. But I feel like yeah. it, it needs a boost. Whereas God of War will not need a boost. It'll continue to sell because that game. God of War 2018 sold like 23 million copies or something ridiculous. So yeah, and Ragnarok broke. Did Ragnarok break the fastest selling record? Yeah, for the PlayStation games period at launch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they don't need that help. What and, was I believe previously held by Spider Man and Spider Man Two will probably beat it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're probably gonna pass. Very the true. On. It's uh, very true. But uh, God of War doing that is still impressive. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Especially when you got to think it's like, you know, Spider-Man was 100% brought up by how big Marvel is and how big, you yeah. know, they'll be, Marvel Spider-Man is. is just one of the most popular characters. And it was a 16, it was it was it was yeah. like it was a 16 in the UK, but you can guarantee that there were 10-year-olds, there were 8-year-olds that played Marvel Spider-Man because it's Spider-Man. They saw Absolutely. Spider-Man box. It can't be a 16. Have the fucking game. Whereas God of War, <laughs> no parent is going, "Oh, God of War." That Oh, that definitely is suitable for an eight-year-old. Let's go. Let's just do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a very, it's it's a very thematic game to get for someone around yeah. Christmas. You know, oh yeah, it's very yeah. much in the dead of winter, centered <laughs> around family and becoming better than you used to be. Sure, damn. 
Sure. What's next? You sold me, Hunter. But no, I'm looking forward to it. Will um, I buy Horizon? Yeah, of course I'll buy the DLC because I I liked Horizon too. I probably I I probably play it again and go. Oh, I've been too harsh on this game again. I I did really love this game, but <laughs> yeah. you know it is what it is. I think we can rapid fire a few of these next yeah. next announcements. Remnant Two. Yeah. Don't even remember what that is. Don't forget Blue Protocol. Oh, yeah, Blue the Protocol. Sky Namco game. The Namco that game that's clearly like... using the Scarlet Nexus engine, but doing yeah. an open. They're doing uh, an yeah. Yeah, 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 that thing. That thing. No. I like how they that just thing. chose a different color too. That's funny. Also, I like how I said <laughs> that's using the Scar the the Scarlet Nexus engine. Oh my God, it's just yeah. Scarlet Nexus just uses Unreal, right? I'm like, I'm just sitting here like going, yeah, it's using the Scarlet yeah, it uses Nexus. The Fortnite engine. Yeah, it uses the Fortnite engine. Um. Yeah, it's using Scarlet. Using it's the same art style. I should say it's using the same. Though, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. using the same like gate fundamentals. Did they show any enemies in that game? No, they didn't look as good as no. If they did, <laughs> I think they were just like generic. I'm still waiting. Monsters, I still think. I still think anything. there'll be a Scarlet Nexus too. I'm waiting. I starting next June <laughs> for Xbox. I'll be sitting there waiting and fucking <laughs> the PTSD will start where I'm like, oh god, no, don't come back. Anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's oh, that Transformers Skydance game. Interactive Transformers game. That looked like Gears of War. Of New Eden. Yeah, it straight up took uh, Gears of War trailers, like whole playbook. It had the sad version of a well-known rock song. And then I looked it up, and it was from a developer that has worked on Gears before. So I'm like, I think they did Tactics or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh, of course. It's the yeah, okay, That's hilarious. Of but I don't know. Transformers is dumb, so I don't care about this. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles are better. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Like I'm sure that there was a Transformers show that was on when I was younger that I enjoyed, but like, yeah. as far as my memory as you know, a cognizant thinking being exists, all I can remember is Michael Bay and Forward, and that has not been yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyways, Warhammer 40,000 got a thing. Yeah. And then right after that was Wumpa League, Crash Team Rumble. At I least think... everyone can stop talking about this now. God, I'm positive, so really. glad to never have to hear about this again. The only hope that I have in my heart is people who are talking about Wumpa League were also mentioning that Beanox was working on a Spyro game, and that's the only thing that I have in my heart, is, for the love of God, please let that part of the rumor also be true. I really need a Spyro game. I'm so sick of fucking six million Crash games. Can I please have a Spyro 4 before <laughs> you kill that franchise too? Thank you. Yeah. Just give me and a chance. That, we can hold a funeral for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, because then Phil Spencer will own him, and then they're back into the cold. Well, night. you see, uh, they're trying to block that now. The FTC with the lawsuit. Yeah, but it's still that. gonna go through. <laughs> What's another couple of billion dollars for Microsoft? <laughs> You've got a good point. As um, sickening as that is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Crash Team Rumble. I need to see gameplay. That's my thing. Is I sh- that I sh- trailer was bad. It was really bad. It was, bad. Like, it was really as a, bad composition of something to show you what a thing is it was bad <laughs> it's really bad and here's the thing is i have no doubt in my mind that if it is like an actual like pvp platformer thing there is a potential for it to be fun i don't doubt that in the slightest i feel like there could be a kind of full guysy kind of atmosphere to it where there could be some fun to be had but nothing from that trailer screams that to me in the slightest nothing at all man no makes me sad 
Where's Crash 5 as well? Toys for Bob. Get fucking working. You may be out of the Call of Duty minds, but you're going back into my Crash minds. Give me my fucking Bandicoot 5. Thank you. 4 was very good. <laughs> I want another. <laughs> anyway, what was next? Sorry. Uh, crime Boss. That was weird. That uh, every celebrity. Oh, that was the celebrity. Yeah. That was the celebrity. The celebrity. What's the game? Saints Row. Yeah, celebrity Saints Row. Oh, yeah, can't be worse than actual Saints Row. That's all I'm saying. That's um, right. The game before that, The Lords of the Fallen or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh, Didn't that was next like on the list. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, okay. Um, that one. About it anyway. Yeah. It uh, it doesn't look like something I'll play, but fair enough to them. The environments in that game looked cool. If I'm remembering correctly, this was the one where they would have like the staircase up the skeleton of this giant monster's arm, and that looked really sweet. It it's a thing, yeah. and it's like it also really makes me laugh that <laughs> that they also. I swear to God, this title, title has been used by three other games. No, it, no, it's it. The Lords of the Fallen is the sequel to the popular video game Lords of the Fallen. They just stuck a there in front of it. Was there also a two at some point in between <laughs> these two games? It was announced because I feel like there was. It was announced. Yeah, it was announced, but then it went through Dev Hell, and now it's called The Lords of the Fallen. This is as bad as layers of fears. Yeah, dude. Someone took the. Someone was like, James Gunn called the second Suicide Squad The Suicide Squad, so we should call ours The Lords of the Fallen. That'll get him in. <laughs> to be fair, the first Lords of the Fallen, every time. Because that was one of those games that, since like mid generation PS4. I always saw go on sale, and I always went, that looks super generic. <laughs> this looks a little less generic than that, so there you baby go. steps, I guess. Baby steps. Anyway, what was next? Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Library. Liberty. Liberty. Phantom Liberty. <laughs> Reading is hard. Phantom Liberty. <laughs> Phantom Library. Phantom All the books are haunted. By Idris Elba. Oh. That was my favorite Castlevania <laughs> level. Here's the thing is, is like, that's coming out next year, and I've put off playing Cyberpunk until it's fixed, and I feel like it'll be fixed when that expansion's out, so I feel like I'm just waiting at this point. Basically, I'm waiting for Idris Elba to fix the game, that's what I'm saying, and then I'll be in. Thank you, uh, that's, how that's how Sonic got fixed. I mean, I've owned so the game. It's been on my shelf for forever. I also, because I saw it was on sale, uh, I saw a physical copy of Cyberpunk on Xbox for £5. So I bought that because I, as well, because I said to myself, this is this is the problem Ethan has with trophies, is I don't, what if I hate Cyberpunk? <laughs> so I was like, I know, I'll just play it on Xbox where I can just play games for fun instead of playing them. <laughs> With the stupid checklist involved. So, I can't wait until this eventually backfires on you so far that you're also, like, counting achievement points or something. Oh, no, I hate achievements. I hate game score. (laughs) Dude, it's real stupid, but it would be the funniest scenario. It'll never happen, but I can guarantee one day it will happen where I buy a game on Xbox, I play it, and I like the game that much that I then go and rebuy it on PlayStation and do all the trophies. Like, and it's not like a, I've done that, but I've, I think I was going to say you did that with Somnium. Files. I did it with Somnium files, but it was because it was like a three hour thing. And it's because I was playing the sequel on PlayStation because it was on sale on PlayStation. So I wanted both of them on there. 
but it was because it was a three-hour thing. I'm talking like I, like I end up playing The Witcher 3 on Xbox, and I go, I love The Witcher 3. Let's play through all 100 hours of it again on PlayStation for a platinum trophy shiny thing. That's when I have a problem. Anyway, yeah. I'm looking forward anyway. to it. Kind of. Cyberpunk's an interesting game. I feel like... I feel like I'm going to play it and then I'm not going to like it. I'm like, I waited three years to not like a game. That's pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. But at least it'll be functional. Yeah, that's the thing is like it'll, it. be, it'll be because I don't like the game, <laughs> not because it's a broken mess. It's the anti-Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, next up. Next was Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, oh, yeah. from our good buddies at From Software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tamor Hussein's scream was heard from orbit. That was really funny, to be honest. That was really funny. It was really funny. Um, I just, <laughs> I just, I just love the idea of that. It's like, it, that's the thing about the Game Awards, is you're like, half the audience is just fucking press and media and all the people that you know if you follow anybody in the games industry you probably know a couple of them so when you know that someone's a really big FromSoft fan and then you hear one person really loudly scream like it's no one's business and you're just like was that him (laughs) yes it was of course it was there you go yeah (laughs) it's as you love to see it I wish I was like that that would be me with I don't even know what that would be me with like I don't, I don't have Sly that. Much. Five. No, I'd be like, oh god, really? we're gonna finish it on another cliffhanger again. Persona Six. I'd be scared that I won't like that one as much as Five or Four. Well, I mean, you're not, you're not gonna. You never know. Yeah, this is hard. You're perpetually <laughs> displeased with everything. I, I, <laughs> what can I say? Doing a gaming podcast has made me fucking bitter. Dude. It's made me bitter. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just saying you're not going to like 6 because 5 was your first one. Not tr- not necessarily because I've never really had that. And it's like inextricably linked to I your agree. soul the reason in a way I yeah. no other reason, game is. The, no, but the reason I don't like 4 Especially or 3... Especially since you didn't think no, you'd like 5. No, the thing that I don't like 4 and 3 as much as 5 though isn't because of like sentimental reasons is because those games are older and i don't like the way they play as much like that's like a fundamental thing i've never really been the kind of person where the first game i play in a series like i'm more than happy to say like xenoblade 2 xenoblade 2 emotionally impacted me more than 3 than it did at the time but i like 3 more now because i think 3 is the better game and i like the story more it's like one of those things i'm very happy to shift bandwagons. I don't... I'm not like every other JRPG fan on the planet. I don't fucking grind my heels into the just, dirt and pop yeah, Where you just have to like, dig in on the first spot yeah. you find. Yeah. <laughs> and then get weird and defensive about everything. Yeah, I just don't know if I'd be excited. Like, I don't know if I'd be like... I'd be like, oh, like... I'd be happy, but I don't think I'd be excited. Hmm. We'll hmm, see. We'll see when that happens in 2027, if we're still doing this. <laughs> we'll see. It's a lifetime away. Anyway. Anyways, Armored Core happened. I didn't know one through five existed. I knew that. I knew, I knew that Armored Core was a thing. I didn't know how many there were. I knew Armored Core existed. Apparently, because... there's a lot more than just one through five. Because yeah, it wouldn't have shocked me to yeah, it wouldn't have shocked me to see like a I don't know seven or an eight pop up on. It's the basic here. fact, isn't it? It's like for FromSoft, it's like 
It's like the it's like it's like one of those basic you new know, game effects. Like before Dark Souls, From Software was known for Armored Core. Like that's the thing that you. Yeah. That's like that's the like the like... that's like the FromSoft equivalent of Devil May Cry was going to be Resident Evil. Yeah, you know it's yeah it's like you know like how sometimes if you like have like a chocolate bar or something or you like you pull a you pull like a Christmas cracker and it has like a generic fact or piece of trivia on it. That's like the basic From Software yeah. fact where it's like they did Armored Core before this. Uh, I'm happy for people. I'm not gonna lie. Jeff mm. Keighley bigged it up like it was the second coming, and for some people, it was. In my head, I was <laughs> in my head. I was like, it, the way he was bigging it up, I was like, is this Half Life Three? Is that actually gonna happen? Like, is because he was like saying that it was like it's the next generation. But then as soon as he said that, he was like, I'm honored that this developer did it. I was like, okay, so it's a Japanese dev because he's saying he's honored. So <laughs> like instantly, I'm like Japanese dev. He okay, also so. said something about the studio being nominated for multiple things, and I don't think that uh, uh I don't think that Valve's made enough games for that to, to be true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Valve game. Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't know that. Video dude, game podcast, by the way, you guys. Video game podcast. Dude, podcast. listen, man. I have dude. done everything in my power to know as little about Dota as I possibly can. All I know is that there's two of them. And I'm pretty sure one isn't even real. Right. <laughs> a couple more things. Obviously, I want to give a big shout out to the lo-fi pack for Rocket League. That's cool. I wish I played Rocket mm. League because that's pretty epic. Um, yeah. Two. <laughs> I wish that was there when I was playing in 2015. Yeah. Two, uh, we didn't talk about the Mario movie trailer thing, which looks pretty good. Did want to give a shout out it to did. that. It looks very Mario good. Keegan Michael Key's like uh, joke was absolutely fucking abysmal. Uh, the fact that Animal just started screaming random fucking gibberish and it was funnier is kind of funny. <laughs> Sorry, Keegan, but you know your cap joke really didn't work. <laughs> Got upstaged by a muppet. If he would have left it on the caps part of that. Like the mushroom caps thing, yeah, it might have been better, but he kept talking, and that ruined it. <laughs> yeah, fair play. And then uh, finally, Kyle, what was the final big show? Our boy over at Square Enix, Yoshi P, came out with a new trailer for Final Fantasy 16. And I also want to say, My Yoshi God. P, absolute Chad, doesn't need a translator. Giga Everybody Chad. else brings a translator out. Fucking Yoshi P is like, nah, bro. I've got like a 10 minute break between working on 14 and 16. Now let me just fucking learn English real quick. Like, yeah, okay, let's just do that. <laughs> There's nothing time. he can't do. Yeah. Absolute legend. Unstoppable, that man. Um, Anyways, what did y'all think of this trailer? <sighs> It's a good looking trailer. Or really, how are y'all feeling on 16? I'll play I'll, it. You know, I, don't care. To see more of it. I don't I'll, I'll be excited to play it when it gets here. I'm playing it from the sole fact of I've never played a mainline Final Fantasy game that isn't 7 Remake, so I don't even count that as mainline because 7 lives in its own little fucking sphere of existence that never dies. So it's like, this is my <laughs> first mainline one. And I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm like excited for the people that are behind it, but the whole kind of medieval shit people who know me know i'm not a fan of medieval kind of fantasy it does nothing for me absolutely fucking zilch it's why i've put off things i don't even like medieval fantasy that's why i've put off the witcher for six years it's because if i see a medieval castle i'm out of here i'm like boring snooze fest (laughs) i'm gone goodbye it's just not for me so it's like i'll play it but nothing about the character, nothing about a medieval edgelord screams anything to me. Nothing is screaming that. Like, I'm like I'll probably enjoy it, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure the gameplay is going to be fun. <laughs> it probably doesn't help that he talks to one on a podcast every week. 
But I don't know. It's like I'm ex- I'm like I'll play it and I'm excited, but not really. Like it's not my most like everyone's like <clears throat> super excited. I'm just like that's a game that'll come out. I'm more excited for Tears of the Kingdom to be honest. Like that I'll be like Yeah, me too. But it I'm this is still a this is a Final Fantasy game with a new number on it that is ma- that manages to excite me, which is something mm. That I don't think I've experienced in my adult life. So, <laughs> I'm pleased with it. And the trailer mm. looks cool. I'm the, the little kid sounds like Hugo from Plague Tale, so that's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it just it's interesting, right? It's like, I'm excited because like, I'm, I'm excited people are excited. That's the thing is. I'm like, people are excited. People yeah. like Final Fantasy XIV. Mm. They love what Yoshi's done. So, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. On that, for, on that point, I'm in. But also, I hate fucking medieval fantasy, so it's doing nothing for me in that regard. Like, <laughs> setting absolutely nothing. Because you see, Final Fantasy 15, as much as Hunter hates that game, emo boy band in a car with shitty dialogue, that's up the Ethan tree, you know what I'm saying? That's like, <laughs> Ethan's there for the yeah, cringe and the is, laughter. Like, that is disturbingly true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it's just one of those things. I'm, I'm more excited for 7 Remake Part 2, re, uh, Rebirth. I'm like, I'm more, I'm more interested in that. But also, you know, I'm just basic, bro. I'm just basic. What can yeah. I say? Nothing wrong with the. Nothing wrong. But with I'll be there. I have the UFO. Why the fuck not? Part eight. Yeah. Hell yeah. Release date for it also got shown. Yep. Of June twenty second. It was leaked last week, but it was confirmed. There you go. Uh, Horizon was also leaked Saw- as well. So a solid like month in between that and Zelda. I hope I can have Zelda mm. beaten, you know, in the perfect world where these games hit their dates. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? It's 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 uh, next it's year. Lucky for me, the other well. June games don't really matter to me. Truth. Like and even still, like Street Fighters, just like play that whatever. Yeah, I, I if you might even cared about Street Fighter because I liked playing Street Fighter Four back when that was out. I enjoyed mm. that. I might get five at some point in its existence, or not five, never five, six. six. <laughs> I might get six at some point in its existence because it does look cool. I might pick up six just to like actually give Street Fighter a fair try. Yeah, Ken's got a Dante skin. <laughs> Truth sold, and the game just looks really, really good aesthetically. It sure does. Anyways, I think that wrap. Yeah, that wraps up all the announcements from Game Awards. Anything else, Ethan? Or now, have we done uh, our quota for I'd the also, episode? No, I'd like to. I'd like to issue an apology. Uh, I forgot to wish Jack happy birthday today as well. I'm sorry, Jack. Oh yeah, uh, happy birthday, Jack! Happy Thanks birthday. for showing happy up, birthday, bitch. Jack. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, Jack. Please forgive me. But also, uh, you fucking owe me uh, about $50 in Twitch TV subs and also uh, a whole three-hour session of watching the Game Awards. I expect you to... Three hours of your time. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to make him watch instead of it? A Tim Rogers video? Game Awards. (laughs) Not live. (laughs) Knowing all the announcements, he has to sit through it all anyway. 
not on fast forward. Yeah. You should take you should edit to put it at 75 edit, speed. Take out all of the uh trailers from two separate game awards and smash them together <laughs> and make them just watch those. <laughs> but now I don't think I have anything else to say uh on the game awards. Like I guess the last thing that we should good say is yeah, did it did it suck? Not no. this time. Oh, fucking hell. Christmas miracle, everybody. Merry Christmas. Way to go, Jeffrey. No, it was you it was genuinely it. it was genuinely a good show where I'm not even saying that we're not even doing like a bullshit fucking asterisk for Jeff Keighley standards, it's a good show. It's like, no, that was yeah. genuinely a good show. Like, yeah. Probably like, the best show. As an of award the show, year. it was just good. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, like, this is the best one since at least twenty nineteen. I know some of the, even like as far as the people talking on the stage, I know some of that went long and people thought it might have been ridiculous, but my feelings aren't hurt that the people who made the game talked about the experience of making the game for a little yeah. bit. I'd rather they waste my that's, time with that's kind of what they do. That's thanking yeah. everybody under the sun than them wasting my time with the Shik Hydro bot telling me to buy fucking razors for the 76th yeah. time. I would much yeah. rather that happen than... Mm-hmm the ads or mm. even some of the trailers just the arbitrary stuff 100 yeah. percent. like i said the like the way that it was paced the advertisements and stuff like that it was so much better this time around where the ads yeah. were for games for the most part 90 percent of the time it was for games so it's like like i say all right i can't yeah, really just... criticize too much and that just reminds me, Hunter. The ad total. The ad timer. Oh, yeah. The. Do we have an off, uh, a the number gr- on that? The grand total was 32.22. What's that compared um, to last year? I don't remember. Oh, good. I think it's less. Um, but I didn't split it, like, scientifically between the pre show and main show. Yeah. But the pre show was about four minutes. So, like, that makes. The main show, 28. Yeah. 22. There you go. It's crazy. I don't remember what... I was way underselling how much ad time there would be this time. I said like 24, 24. (laughs) (laughs) So I lost that one. Mm. But there you go. That's our review and reactions to everything that happened at the Game Awards this year. Uh, will it suck next year? Probably, but Probably. Uh, you know that's a whole year away. We we have, we have we unfortunately have another round of fucking summer game fest to deal with before we have to. Even that's very about. true. I love how Jeff Keighley's game awards are on like the same emotional um, plane as PlayStation State of Play right now, where they've had a good one and we're still <laughs> expecting the next one to be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I'm just Jeff. Please, for the love of me, can you please move it to a Friday? For the love of God, can you please move it please. to a Friday? I don't. When he first started this, it made sense that he wanted to like do it in the middle of the week because PSX was happening every other time that he was doing it. But then P- they canceled PSX back in like 2017 when PlayStation decided they were too good for everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so crazy. it really doesn't make sense that he doesn't put it on a Friday or a Saturday even. Mm. but hey putting it on a Friday would be nice but also 
I enjoy staying up late with y'all and then taking the next day off of work. Yeah, I really enjoy staying up late with y'all and then getting two hours sleep and going into work. I really love that. That was my favorite part because I couldn't get the day off. So, hooray. It was fun. Big oof. Big oof. It's fine. Uh, but let us know what did you guys think of the game awards. Let us know because what was your favorite? What was your favorite? And why was it Hades two? <laughs> God, that trailer was so I good. It probably it was, was Hades so good. Was that or Death Stranding two? Were probably my two picks. Yeah. I loved. God, I do need to go. I need to go back and platinum Hades at some point before Hades two's big release because I've still yeah. got all the lore stuff. I beat that. Problem with Hades was I beat it too quickly. So all that lore that you were supposed yeah. to beat from keeping replaying it, I didn't get any of it. And now it's just a grind where I have to talk to them, kill myself, talk to them. I'm like, nah, bro. Dude, because I didn't know how the game was going to, like, the nature of how it was going to continue after you did the 10 runs, I, like, straight up sandbagged my final run while I was trying to finish the Orpheus and Eurydice quest. Damn, bro. I, yeah. Because they wouldn't the give me the, they wouldn't give me the door to Eurydice's room yeah. man i just had to sit there and make zagreus take a lava bath like 10 times, <laughs> ten <laughs> times in a row do, do, I pop out, do you think zagreus will be in hades too dude yes i hope so and if for nothing else imagining his reaction to realizing that he has like a direct sibling is such a nice thing to think about my question to you is this do you think he will be either an npc uh, someone that provides boons or a fight. I think he'll be a boss. I think he'll be a boss. Oh. I do think he'll I be think a boss. I think if he is a boss, I think it might be like a hidden one, I guess, like how Charon was, yeah. rather than something that they make you do to beat the game. Who knows? Maybe yeah. Z- maybe Zagris is the big bad, dude. Maybe, well, maybe something happened to him. Maybe that that'd maybe be wacky, time's got control over him. There you go. That'd be that'd be interesting. I would feel bad. But, um, yeah, like, I, I hope he's in the game in some form. I hope I wouldn't be shocked if they could just straight up not show any of the original cast and it wouldn't. They've be already said they are surprising. Okay, so they've already said oh, they've okay. already they, they said they've got a new cast of characters and some returning faces. So they already have confirmed. Very cool. But knowing that, it'll just be Caron, dude. It'll just be Caron. <laughs> just the Caron. That would be funny. And just, uh, what's his name? The The skeleton. Skelly? Skelly. Yeah, was Skelly. I was like, is it Brozy I live again, boyo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Them two fucking chuckle fucks. He's gotta be. Who, who else are we gonna test the weapons on? It's gotta be. He's gotta be there. Yeah. Unless they make another oh, there's person a, there's that another, like Skelly. There's another prediction for you. If the, like, who hired Skelly this time? It was Zagreus that hired Skelly this time. Oh my god. Yeah, that'd be so good. There you go. Oh man, I can't wait to spend the next two years just overthinking a bunch of <laughs> random stuff about this game. There you go. <laughs> oh it's, it's man, all good fun. It's all good fun. Uh, but anyway, uh, we better wrap this up. So as always, our links on screen right now. There you go. You can go follow us on Twitter if you want to keep up to date with everything that we do. Uh, outside of the podcast, if you're on podcast, you can go in the description. They're there too. We're always thinking of you. You're always there. We appreciate always. you. Um, always and yeah uh, if you don't want to follow our individual accounts you can go and follow us on twitter at hot gamers only or subscribe to us on youtube at youtube.com forward slash hot gamers only and hey if you don't want to look at our stupid faces that's cool you can go to your favorite podcast service search for hot gamers only uh, where you can find us on spotify apple Podcasts, you name it we're on it there's also a link tree if you want to go and check it out it's got all of them on there i think i don't know maybe i'm missing something i don't know i'm not perfect no one's perfect (laughs) when was the last time we updated the link tree (laughs) 
have we I'm... have we needed to update it ever? No, uh, yes. Good question. I, I update it. I think I update it every year or so. There's no new podcast that we can possibly be on at the moment, so I haven't really uh, updated it. But they're, they're all there. They're all there for the most part. Uh, but hey, yeah. With that, that's been our show. Thank you ever so much for listening slash watching. Next week, it's Final Fantasy VII Reunion uh, and uh, High on Life. So, oh, I hope you're ready for that. That sounds like a time. <laughs> so buckle Someone's going to be having fun and the other person's going to be River playing City High River City Girls 2 as well. Oh, and River I'm City Girls 2. I'm picking that, that up because... Yeah, that game looks cool. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but hey, look forward to that. But hey, until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.